Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, Dennis, uh, how are you doing in this apocalypse? Better now. It's, it's apocalypse now. hour. Oh, it's uh, a H. And show my word. Oh, it's been a. We're uh, we're hunkered down. We're hunkered down. I'm high risk, and we are stored up with water, coffee. I bought a huge container of containers of my two staples, coffee and and fish. <laughs> That's what I live on. You're a, you're uh, a simple man. Simple. Not together, though. Ah. And ordered my prescriptions and went to the grocery store and kept my social distance. And mm-hmm. Here we are. And you are locked down in Spain. Total lockdown. You've become, the, you've become now not number one behind or number two behind Italy in cases. Or uh, there's some data showing you are worse that anybody else has been in Spain, whether it's the rapidity of the escalation or the something else, who knows, they measure a bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, could be morbidity, if that's the case. I, I mean, mean you, you're just, you're, you're homebound, right? I'm definitely the worst. Uh, but yes, we are, uh, we cannot leave the house. Uh, well, you, we can only leave the house for groceries, uh, work, pharmacy, or doctor. And... You're still allowed to work. Yes. Uh, well, people that essential people, services. People that are essential services. Uh, first response have to work. Yeah. First response. Otherwise. I mean, the people that are running the grocery stores, uh, but all the bars and restaurants are closed down. Uh, every there is no social, uh, nothing happening out there. So, did you see the crowds gathered in Chicago, New Orleans, everywhere for uh, St. Patty's Day? In spite of all the parades being canceled, they uh, showed up by the thousands. And the new polling out, the shock of shocks, that shows, I wonder where you get your news from, shows that uh, Republicans, less than 40 percent, think this is really serious, as opposed to Democrats, that it's 83 percent. Now, I wonder— I guess which demographics are more at risk? I just wonder. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, is it the fat man at the helm who's become such a caricature of himself? Instead of doing uh, political cartoons, they're just showing his face. I mean, it's he's— he I, la- is, I laugh every time. It's showing his face like he's, he's he says, I take no responsibility. Uh, Obama did that. So he said, uh, you did notice that Obama has been president for three and a half years. Uh-huh. I didn't do it. I didn't disband the, the fast response team out of NRC. I didn't do that. Somebody might have done that. I don't know. I got a lot of people. And then he turns to Dr. Fauci right. and says, do you, do you want to comment? And Fauci puts his hands up in the air like this and says, I don't know, on a talk show last night. When Fauci, or uh, yesterday, Sunday, when Fauci was asked, what are all these regulations that uh, the president is talking about that uh, they had to fight through? And why were those things that they couldn't just force through because of the emergency? And you know what Fauci said? He said, I've been trying to figure that out, too. I don't have any idea what they're talking about when it comes to that. And nor am I going to take the time to figure it out. I'm only focused on looking ahead. I want to talk to you about what we're going to do tomorrow. And it's Wow. Wow. Yeah. President. My, if he ran for president, he'd do better than Trump, who's going to get creamed. Well, my, my other favorite story around this is where, where Trump said, don't worry, everybody. Uh, Google is building a website that's going to track right. all of this stuff. Uh, right. And then Google came out. Google released a statement saying, I don't know what he's talking about. We, we haven't. We're not doing that. We haven't said we're going to do that. Uh, 
they could do that, but they they aren't. Well, if, if quite specifically, they said we are in fact developing a pilot to be tested in the Bay Area. But right. beyond that, of course, it might have future applications. But it was like, so that's the fact. And then he ended up holding up, and there's a shot of this, uh, a, uh, a a printout with a paragraph with a Google uh, mark on it, and then another paragraph with another Google mark, and apparently. It's an he built it as an apology from Google <laughs> for for miscommunicating in some way to him because he certainly couldn't have been wrong, right? I mean, you you hear the stories of what the North Korean president his his whole shtick is about he doesn't he doesn't defecate. Right. He's been a marksman since he was seven months old. Every time he, every this... time he plays golf, he scores an eighteen. Right. <laughs> 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 so that's. Trump's like, yeah. That sounds like what? something I want to do and he, be. The guy who sent me love letters. Yeah. Oh, the most beautiful letters. Love letters. <laughs> what? And so he's the perfectly worst possible leader. For a crisis. In the best, for the worst possible time. Right. And I said to my wife, when I said to she said, don't you say that. <laughs> I said, this is God's way of cleansing the earth of Trump. God doesn't want him to possibly win the election either. This seals the deal. And she said, she started saying, like, no, don't say that. Maybe. And I said, yeah, you know what's next? Freaking grasshoppers and locusts, pestilence. This is unleashed upon our earth. He is the Antichrist. He will be stopped. Yeah, I saw, I saw a Google, a Google, uh, an internet meme today where it was, it was some painting of, of, of God. And the, the caption was, um, no, you misheard me. I didn't say that the apocalypse was going to be hailed by trumpets. I said it was going to be hailed by Trump Pence. <laughs> Shit. That's kind of clever. Yeah. Well, so I love it when I love it when Pence goes up to the mic and he reminds me and, and in fact looks quite a bit like any mannequin you've ever seen of a 64-year-old man with gray hair. He looks yep. exactly like the mannequin. He dresses just like the mannequin. And when he's listening to Trump, he has this way of tilting his head to the left, back a little bit. And he's decided, and his handlers have decided, that it is exactly the right cocking of the head to show not just obedience and loyalty, and but fucking awe. Right. So when he, he has he's to. A, he's a puppy dog. When he has to robot up, chick, 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 to the mic. You can hear the, the machinery clicking, and he's got to get out of that head thing. It's almost like he's forgotten how to use his head. And so somebody asks him a question, and, and, he's, and he, he, he like you pull a lever on the back of his head, and he says, this is all because of Trump. I love Donald Trump. This was his decision. I am nothing but a vessel. He fills my every pore. This is, this is what he looks like. He's like a wind-up fucking toy. Whack, whack, whack. I love Trump. Oh, he did this. You must know. Oh, ho, ho. Oh, fuck. We're in trouble, man. What must his inner life be like to, uh, you know, just in his theology and his marriage and his job and his place in the world and his pride at being so high in power, but also being in the job that doesn't really have all that much power? Uh, just what? So the, the, the I want to read his diary. The diagnosis is that he's a narcissist. So. When you he, answer all those Trump, okay, oh, of course. When, when you when you answer when you answer all those questions through that lens, the only answer you're going to get time and time again is either it doesn't matter, or it's all about him. Right. No I, theology. Yeah. Right? No. No. I was. I was. I was. I was imagining oh, being in Pence's head. 
Uh, oh, Pence is saying, which is why you mentioned theology. But it, yeah. it, well, and so in this Trump case, has no theology. Trump, Trump believes if there is a God, it is him. So you can imagine that Pence prays on stuff, and what the voice in his head says is, God says to him, if you ever want to be president, this is your only path forward. And from that point forward, he says, thank you, Lord. And then he goes and asks his wife to wind him up again so he can go off to fucking work. <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah, wow. What a bummer fucking occasion. Dennis, uh, my friend. Yes, yes. Happy, I know what you Happy birthday, say. my friend. Happy birthday, my man. 52 fucking episodes of this 52 shit. 52 episodes, wow. Right. One whole year. One year's worth. weeks of just doing this. So, whatever so that, this means is. That, that means that if I was going to start singing what may be our theme song yes. right now. If you were. I would say 206 bottles of beer in the wall, 206 bottles of beer. Take one down and pass it around. Two or five bottles of beer in the wall. Two or five bottles of beer in the wall. Where did that Two come or five from? bottles of beer. Three beers for all these beer. All fifty-two times the number of beers. Fifty-two times what is two hundred and six? That's X. Yes. Yeah, close. I, I'm been keeping track. I got a little etch marks on my wall. Oh, if sometimes you have four and sometimes you have three for each. Uh... For each episode and that might be well no let's not let's not characterize it that way well let's not characterize that let's not characterize it at all you didn't join in with the song though i'm a little bit taken aback i, I mean, was confused I where every, the hell you were on your 206 I, right i had every intention of singing the entire thing and taking up the whole rest of the episode i think that'd be hilarious <laughs> that that would be uh-huh. and you'd be interrupting the whole time and i wouldn't stop right and you just well why did you stop when i interrupted you that was your plan. Well, because I, yeah, I hadn't committed to it. Oh, well, there's your problem. Lack of commitment. If you were singing with me, I would have committed to it. And then we could have, because you would have lasted no more than three beers. And then you would have wanted to stop. If three, maybe just two. You wouldn't sing more than two verses. I know you. That you sounds wouldn't. like that sounds like me. I'm, I'm not big into the uh, marathon uh, song uh, <laughs> right. uh, competitions. <laughs> All I can tell you is this. There's a sign on my wall that says, iterations speak volumes. So think about that. Yes. Well, as a computer programmer, I do think a lot about iteration and looping and doing the same thing and decrementing a number uh, as is the so, algorithm. So imagine, imagine that being the college basketball sports fanatic I am, that not only was the Big Ten tournament canceled, but the NCAA and the All stuff the that's happening, these computer guys got together and said, you know what? We picked a bracket, and we're going to simulate every game. And they did it, like, overnight. <laughs> and then they produced the results. And they said that Dayton uh, was the Cinderella winner, uh, and then another simulator did it in a different manner and said that Kansas was the winner. Well, of course, but, number like, one. The, the bookies do that every year. Like, sure. Well, sim- right, simulate right, stuff right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The but, program's ready. I mean, but the whole, not... like, you don't watch sports to be told in with a press of a button, this is the final score. And then you're, no, you get excited, like, okay, what's the next game? Okay, this is the final score. Right. Like, that's, right. that's stupid. Uh, right. We watch sports for the drama and the and the chance and the uh, right. undecidedness right. and unpredictability so, of the outcome. So Augustus Ben postponed Jack Nichols came out. is a good quote um, that says, you know what, that ain't going to, it, it's done. We're not going to have a Masters this year. How do you? How can you possibly 
try to fit in. Yeah, let's the have most the, let's have the Masters in November. In, in, oh, October. Right. And 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 how does that completely disrupt the entire calendar? You can't the Ma- Augusta can't say well you know in one sense he did say this I'm saying this you can't Augusta in one sense can't lose want to lose their money right well then whose whose money's going to be lost because you're going to have to shuffle all sorts of shit you know I don't know if Augusta has there's no break the week before or the week after Augusta so it would just be one huh. I mean, for the There's Masters, no extra... they, they shut down Augusta before the Masters for a couple weeks, I think. To no, get... I mean in terms of the other championships, the uh, other games. There, there's no extra preparation time. Oh, no, no. Is no, there? No. So they, uh, yeah, there's going to be so much, um, there's going to be a lot of money lost by the people that normally take money from people that go to large gatherings. Like yeah. uh, all the sports, like, 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 like the NBA or ESPN and all those guys are going to lose a bunch of money. But on the right. other hand, that's money that's going to stay in the pockets of the people that would have spent it, but and but, with however, nowhere to spend it right. except on the stuff that they used to use their paycheck for. So right. it's a loss. It's a net loss. By yeah, 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 yes, for sure. And, for, for, for for people on the on the lower economic strata, anyway. Right. But. right, and and all of the all of these canceled events are going to mean not employing all these lower economic, uh, you know, hour hourly jobs. Uh, and that means that they're not going to have that. They're not going to have an income, and it's going to be a big, uh, right. big clusterfuck. Uh, well, and it's it'll never come back. I mean, think of the recording artists who uh, make their money through concerts because right. music is all streamed now. It's not like you're selling records. Right. It's not oh, like yeah. you have a number of records. Yeah, those anymore. guys are going to lose I mean, a whole bunch of money, and every there's... well, they, they they could lose they they could lose the ability to do the work. Right. They could lose their houses. I mean, one of the things is, and of course, not everybody has a house. But there's plenty of middle Americans who have mortgage payments percentage-wise, and, and or rent. And so the banks need to say, you know what? You get to skip the next three mortgage payments with no penalty. Yeah. It'll extend. In, instead of a 25-year note, it'll be a 28-year note. We won't charge you interest. You just get to skip three payments. Credit unions have skip a payments program sometimes once, certainly once a year, sometimes twice a year, where they do the same thing. Because it is, after all, up to the bank. It's a policy. Huh. And so is that that's a thing that they way, would do though? Seem, I always think of the well, banks as well, trying to screw the little guys. They don't guys lose any money. They 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 win a lot of public regard. And at some point, the question is going to be when are the banks going to step up? Right. Right. And the same would be landlords. Um, not so much. But you. But the idea would be, as uh, what's his ass Mitt Romney said today, is that he supports a one thousand dollar check being mailed to every American. And you know, which helps everybody but the homeless. Uh, and uh, uh, immigrants, which means that you're missing millions, right. millions of people. Um, but there's other things that could be done for them. But this type and of money check is pocket com- of this, the pocket yeah. of the check is coming from the government who to you, right? Which, right? Uh, Not like FDR after the after the the his creation of all these public jobs. This isn't about getting jobs to people because they can't congregate, right? Exactly. And so it's just it's it's total relief. And in the debate that, you know, dates us a bit, but, you know, it was the one-in-one Sanders and Biden debate, which is a, a matter of historical significance. It's the first debate of its kind ever right. and may end up being the only kind of its debate ever. Certainly uh, within the context of the environment of this uh, pandemic, it makes it different that will never be replicated. But it was uh, very interesting how uh, Biden came in rested, sharp for the full two hours. He looked great. Bernie, you know, as I said, I wrote to my wife, she was upstairs, she wouldn't watch it because she was afraid they'd argue too much, um, <laughs> was that, you know, uh, Biden looks like a president and B- Bernie Sanders looks like a senator. 
you know. And one of the things that, that Biden's people had him ready for, and it was masterful. They knew, of course, that Bernie was going to start spouting off about how the COVID-19 pandemic was, of course, the let's talk about my big thing, right? Uh -huh. Medicare for all, which he's never been able to even rustle up a majority of his own party to pass in any meaningful way. But that's what I want. And Biden turned on him and said, let me be clear about this. This has nothing to do with that. Go to my website, read my plan. Everybody gets everything they need right now for free, and we pay for it. Healthcare doesn't come into it. Insurance doesn't come into it. I need to focus on it. When this crisis is over, then we can start thinking about that and thinking about the people who are disparately poor and incredibly important things that we need to address. But for now, we need to get fixed. It. So I don't want to waste time talking about that. Sanders, I swear, did not recover quickly from that. Well, it, it, but yeah, I mean... What he means is that, yeah, let's let's fund this recovery so then we can get back to having the insurance companies rule everything because, I mean, well, he's, he's very it, much status quo uh, Wall Street, uh, pro-Wall Street dude. Compared yes, to he's very, but his plan, as we discussed in general about a lot of these plans, is more realistic because it extends Obamacare, fixes it, extends it, extends it, extends it. Now, there is a path with the proper administrative guidance, not so much for the next four years, because it'll take all of four years to do the kinds of things that you can do to broaden that coverage without radically altering anything. That's when the new generation comes and imagine that who Biden is picking for his running mate is hopefully the next president of the United States, right. according to the Democratic Party. And so the woman who he picks, which is this other thing that he knocked it out of the ballpark. Apparently that's, that's unprecedented for someone to to, unprecedented. to, to rule, to, uh, to rule so, so narrow down the, the fact that these are the properties of the person I'm going to pick. Um, you know what you know what Sanders said? Well, I, I'm leaning in that, I'm leaning in that direction, and he equivocated, and his people unprepared for this, unprepared for this announcement, but prepared to say exactly what he did say that he's leaning in that direction or whatever. Right. But what they don't realize is that means he could have blunted the headlines. The headlines would have said both candidates pledge women, and it said instead it said Biden does because Bernie didn't say the simple thing, yeah, which is yes. Right. He's too fucking smart for his own good. And was he being honest? That's great, Bernie. How are you doing with that honesty thing? And now the one state out of the ones coming up, Arizona, which had some possibility, all the four states had Biden winning, but except for Arizona, by wide margins, 10, 12, 15, before the debate. <laughs> they haven't polled again since the debate, except for Arizona, where it was closer now. It's 51 Biden, 31 Sanders. It's it's going to be it's going to be Sanders will have no choice as a national leader to say, look, given the environment we're in, I want to support making all of the voting for the rest of the election mail in, which require us to move all of our primaries to the end of the political year. Yeah. And in order to do to pave the pathway for that, I'm going to go ahead and support Joe Biden. And I'm going to do every, and, and just move on. He'll be, you know, he would be it would be heroic for him to do that. If he stays on like he stayed on against Hillary mm -hmm. and ended up hurting her. But Biden's no Hillary. They genuinely like each other. I mean, they do the elbow bump in the beginning of it. And at one point, uh, Biden was saying how he went into, uh, you know, I agree with you now and uh, about the college paying off college tuition. And, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I see the sense of that I, working with Elizabeth Warren on that. And, and so Bernie says, so you've changed your mind. It's well, yeah, I have. I've changed my mind, and it's and and it's a progressive idea that you've you've championed. Right. And he did that with two different things, and then in a, in a self-deprecating and humorous way, whatever Bernie gets done talking, and he's ready to answer the next question. Biden looks at the table, 
of the of the questioners and says it's and he asked him a question about uh, about uh, some you know his new proposals on something or other and he says well you know uh, I'm trying to give I'm trying to give Bernie all this credit for the some of the stuff he's done and he just won't take it and then he smiled real big it made Bernie laugh. It made the two people laugh. Right. And I turned to my wife and I said, that's the next president of the United States. Wow. Right there. And I, the pundits tore into him because he, as, as it went on, and I, I ditched out the last half hour. It was our anniversary. 45 years, by the way. Holy yeah, shit. Congratulations. Holy shit. Toast to that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how many presidents we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. 45. My, my, my drink has gone dry. Oh, no. What are you drinking, rye? Rynot, no. Rynot is because there is no rye in Spain. Oh, boy. Red label. Uh-huh. A little J-dubs. Yes, well, 45 years. Holy shit. That's a long time. Congratulations. Uh, I mean, we walked, that's 45, we walked seven miles. That's 45 walked seven years miles. longer than, 45 times as long as this podcast has been around. So <laughs> That's right. Uh, we walked seven miles through the uh, the Asylum Lake here in Kalamazoo and ended up at Martell's for our honeymoon-esque anniversary and uh i must report we sat in a, a very nice bright window overlooking the pond the, where the fish swim in the beautiful outlying uh, park area where the restaurant sits and we were in this restaurant that seats about 200 the only people i was gonna say are uh, you're sort of breaking the curfew no we were the first people in the place and and we had no more than three foot the only person who came within three feet of us was the server who should have stayed a little bit further away, but it. Even so, also, but I guess for your 45th anniversary, maybe fine. But and we knew this, we knew this, and we said this, and we toasted. This is the last time we'll go to a restaurant in who knows how long. Right. And we and and, and so that was the fact, and and uh, you know, and lots of. It could be another 45 people. years until we can go into restaurants. We'll <laughs> <laughs> have been married 90 years. I'll only be like, you know, 100 and 120. Well. Maybe with the, uh, when they come up with the, <laughs> this, when, Trump, when Trump comes up with a cure. When uh, this vaccine comes in, maybe it'll make it live longer. Great. I mean, you know, beyond your regular life. Yes, that'll be uh, good. good for the uh, Republican Party. Yeah, well, uh, congrats on that. We, um, I went to the grocery store today, and they, they did not allow me to go in, like, I could... I came into the door and there was just the checkout area and everything else was blocked off. And there was a person there asking me, okay, tell me what you want. I'll go, I'll go fetch every single item that you give, that you tell me and put it in a basket and you can pay for it and leave. But really? they, they didn't want anyone going inside or touching anything right. or anything. And everything right. was all wiped down and there was, right. uh, there were spray bottles right. and, and everyone had right. gloves on. And it was just like, holy shit, this is real. And I, like, it occurred to me the other day that this is a this is one of those turning points in history where yes. there's a before yes. and there's an after, and yes. it's much like. It, however, the 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 other turning points that I that I that come to mind that I want to reference, like uh, uh, Pearl Harbor or the JFK assassination or 9/11, those were all singular events that you you receive the news and then you realize that everything had changed. Uh, but yes. this is this is a season that we're going through. This is yes. several months, but yes. my. My six-year-old, that's going to turn seven during this time, uh, will thirty years from now, if we Marcus, survive, yeah. will be able to talk to his to his yeah. to his friends and say, like, do you remember spring of 2020? Uh-huh. How fucked up that uh-huh. was. How uh-huh. we all had to stay at home. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, then, and this is a thing that is occurring well, in, in our lifetimes. Country, the uh, the drip, 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 based on a lack of national policy, 
based on the fact that there's a fucking idiot as president of the United States, is the drip, 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 because each governor is deciding in and of themselves. And here in Michigan, we are uh, we have not had uh, a death. We have not had in this county even a positive test yet. So we're very, very, very fortunate. Well, you know uh, the best regard. way to not have a positive test? Don't go anywhere. Not test anybody. Oh, that's an idea. Hey, well, you know, if it was me, I'd just like to keep them on the ship. Yeah, the, you know, I like, the, I like, the, I like whole, my numbers. The, the, whole, the whole problem with this thing is nobody has the numbers because no one has the crucial denominator, you know, the number that goes underneath the fraction right. to, that's to right. say there, right. there were seven deaths out of how many? Oh, uh, we don't right. know. So, But when you look at the China data and you look at the South Korean data, which is the see, only data that we have so far, really. What you see is more homogenous data because they're a more homogenous society as opposed to ours, which is very, very, in the United States, very, very uh, different. Heterogeneous. From these, for, yes, from these populations. So the, so it's only somewhat, it's only somewhat telling. Right. But it is, in fact, all we have. As we say in the data world, well, it is what it is. I mean, you've got to use the best. You got If the only data you have is faulty, you've got to use it. And then you lay out what the caveats are. Right. You know, dot, dot, dot. You put your, you put your, you put your, your, your error. No, the, the, uh, the margin of error. You know, this is, this is is our estimate, uh, plus or minus uh, 7% or whatever, which is different from plus or or minus 20%. Or, 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 well, which, right, which, which would be terrible. Who knows what those spreads are, but they're, they're big. Right. But it's, it's unlike anything I've certainly ever experience it's just, everyone in this country is saying that everyone in spain is saying this unless they were around during the fucking black plague well i mean know. the 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 closest analogy which we hope it doesn't get to that level was flu. 100 years ago no well 100 years ago with the what they call the spanish flu um, oh the spanish flu. in 1919 and uh that that left my my grandfather was orphaned i think by the by the 1919 flu uh, what were the what were the death levels there that was the one of the one of the biggest recent ones. Hold on, beep boop boop beep boop. The Spanish flu infected 500 million people around the world, or 27 percent of the world population. 27 percent, and the death toll was 17 million to 50 million. Oh, God. So, uh, 17 to 50? Yeah, it, it's one of the deadliest epidemics in human history. Why uh, such a range? Because data, man, you got to measurement is hard. 17 to 50? That's what Wikipedia says, man. Uh, that seems crazy to me. So that I seems asked, crazy. I, I, I very cautiously uh, asked my my Spanish bride yesterday. So why did they call that the Spanish flu back then? And she told me, and I'm not, I haven't looked this up yet, but but I love the I love the I love the spin. Uh, was that everyone else was in the middle of a world war, and Spain was the one that really sounded the alarm that like holy shit, there's a big thing happening here. Uh, huh. And that that was one of the, and as such, you know, they threw the messenger under, under the bus and said, "Oh, well, we'll call this the Spanish flu." Oh boy! But uh, yeah, that was uh, the biggest uh, pandemic. Let's see. Let me let me read briefly. Quoth Wikipedia: To maintain morale, wartime censors minimized the early reports of the illness and mortality in Germany, the United Kingdom, France, and the United States. Papers were free to report the ep- epidemic's effects in neutral Spain such as the grave illness of King Alonso Thirteenth, These stories created a false impression that Spain was especially hard hit, giving rise to the pandemic's name, Spanish flu. Once again, huh. my better half was correct. Right, much better half. Probably better three quarters. Well, You don't deserve half that space. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. So I've never uh, and I've and I've never even met her. No, but you've met me, so you understand how much space there is to fill. <laughs> I understand you as the you, and I I wouldn't be surprised if you want to be one of those guys that when people get near you, they somehow become dimmer. It's, you're like you're like the cooler at a casino who touches people and they lose their luck. Well. When you touch people and you get near people, they become adults, more adult than whatever adult level of adult they are. They become more adult because you you have that effect on people. You're like a you're like a, a black hole of well, of a fucking personality. Er, ergo, <laughs> social distancing. <laughs> the people are around me people are going to be so much brighter now. You, they're going to say, "Hey, hey, wait a minute." I don't feel as stupid as I did I'm, before when I was I'm near a, Eric. Wow, you're gonna, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Travolta's character in that great movie where he gets struck by lightning and becomes smarter and smarter. Uh, yes. Oh, that's a great movie. Uh, wow, his name is Walter. Was this, it was the character's name Walter? There was a, there was a, uh, the, the primary song was by Eric Clapton. Discography. Good Gordon. I don't want to see John Travolta's discography. Was the great actor Robert Duvall played Doc. Yes. Was it Walter? The film you are trying to recall. It's it's such a weird phenomenon when we can't really understand, we can't really guess the name of these films. Phenomenon. The name of this film is Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yes. Yes. What a quirky, quirky film. Oh, what was the name of the of the, the uh, John Travolta's character? Walter. Uh, George Malley. George. George Malley. There is no Walter. He, that, no. Okay. He was. He he was pretty. Remarkable in that, almost as remarkable as the other movie. One of my favorite, if not the, was Michael when he played the uh, 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 angel, the archangel. Michael. Yep. Not yeah. the archangel. It would be Gabriel. This is the angel. <laughs> he wasn't. He didn't go to hell and turn into Satan. That's. <laughs> Which was the same year. John, excuse me. <clears throat> the film stars John Travolta as the archangel Michael. Oh my God! Oh. Do I have the wrong meaning of archangel? Did I must. Wikipedia, come to us. What's Archangel mean? Turns out your Catholic slap didn't really land. Uh, (coughs) uh, Archangel must be linked here somewhere. The book of Revelation describes the war in heaven in which Michael, being stronger, defeats Satan. After the conflict, Satan is thrown to earth along with the fallen angels where he, that ancient serpent called the devil, in quotes, uh, still tries to lead the whole world astray. Michael, in Epistle of Jude, chapter 1, verse 7, Michael is referred to as the Archangel when he again confronts Satan. The reference to Archangel first appears in the first epistle of Thessalonians 4.16. Blah, 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 blah. Jesus is Lord. Yep. What's, so, what's a designation mean? A higher order? Arch would be of higher order somehow? Or? Well, I mean, I have enemies, but I mean, you're my arch enemy, so... Yes, an arch enemy. Go ahead. An archangel is an angel of high rank. The word archangel ah. itself usually associated with the Abrahamic religions, but beings that are very similar to archangels are found in numerous religions around the world. So, well, hey, here's to here's to archangels everywhere, 
and uh and we got we got especially we each got one we each got one in our our shoulder buddy well i've got an arch devil on my shoulder too so cheers so yeah so we're in for Clink. you can't say cheers and not drink i was clinking with my fingernail on the glass you hear that there you go so you know what i was thinking of earlier who could possibly guess i went to the chelsea drugstore yeah when you were talking about when you were talking about the uh the getting there in the line and i thought there's a song in there yep to get my prescription fill prescription fill drugstore well this we we have the license to change the words of course to the current you would think that you would think that Mick would uh, would use the word chemist or or apothecary or something, not drugstore, but maybe that was after he had been Americanized. They don't say drugstore in in the UK. No, what do they call it? apothecary or a chemist is more popular. A chemist. A chemist. I went to the apothecary. Are you getting the apothecary now in the fullest group? I went to the Chelsea chemist. I went to the Chelsea apothecary. Yeah, didn't have the same ring. So did you uh, did you see the uh, concluding uh, uh, show of The Outsider? No, I've been so my uh, busy. my free time busy recovering. Well, and also now uh, there's no school, and I'm sort of full time parenting and stuff right. and such. So. Is your wife going to work? Uh, she is because she is a um, she is providing an important service uh uh-huh. she works at a uh at a milk factory providing milk for uh-huh. the people and gotta have it yeah except that they uh her the the owner owner of the factory came to her today and said look there's a possibility that the military would come in and say look we have to have this factory running 24 7 24 7 and we in fact we have to quarantine you here and you're not allowed to go home anymore oh my god would that be just the, the the darkest sort of thing of being told uh, by by someone with a with a with an assault rifle? Uh, no, you can't go home anymore. You're gonna have to live at your work and keep this keep these these gears turning. Uh, just holy shit! Exactly, exactly. Holy shit! So, uh, but she's gonna work from home for two days next week, and we hope that happens during one of those days. Uh, but I don't so- know. So here's a quirky here's here's a quirky story or two in the news. Uh, one COVID related, one not. Please. Um, Anything other well, than this. But even the other one has a COVID uh, angle to it. But yeah. the first one is is that Bill De Blasio, the mayor of New York City, has been on fire in interviews, and he has been the one to call arms under the leadership in, in some regards of of Governor Cuomo of New York, who is a leader amongst governors, getting ahead of this and the first to quarantine an entire community, and and now he's calling for a hospital beds and the army to and the FEMA to take these things over and, and for it to be a declaration of war. And de Blasio is echoing that and saying it in a New York City version of the same type of thing. Sure. And so, uh-oh, they took a picture of him and a video of him going to the YMCA this morning. He wanted to get one more workout in before it closed. Rye, Bill. Rye. Rye, man. The YMCA. The Rye. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you should be going. Rye MCA. Rye MCA. Yeah, I, I totally feel that. Uh, oh, I just want to get one more thing in before the gates close. Uh, but you're, you're, that's, 
no matter what, y and empty, yeah. that's a bad thing. You shouldn't. I went to the Y and emptied my locker. I didn't get anywhere near within six feet of everybody. Wash my hands out. Done. That's it. Yeah. It was closing down three o'clock. I'm going to announce it today. All the bars after the St. Patty's debacle. Debacle. Yeah, where the recommendation was don't do it. No, no, no. I'm just curious about your pronunciation of debacle. As opposed to debacle. debacle. Yeah. Yeah, either one is appropriate. You're still you weird. can look it up. Look it up now. You're still weird. Go ahead. No, I know the Bishop debacle. I was on my way to the apothecary, and all of a sudden, the car hit a bus, and the bus spun toward me. It was quite the debacle. Exactly. See? What's the other story? Oh, oh, of the, the politician down in Florida, Gillum, who uh, narrowly lost the governorship, who was found in a hotel room with a man that had overdosed on um, a hard drug. I can't remember if it was, uh, I think it might have been cocaine or heroin, one of the two. And when they got to the scene, the mayor, the former mayor, I guess he's a former mayor, um, was drunk, totally inebriated. And so... Uh-huh. He issued his, his first statement he issued was that he was glad to have been able to help his friend after they had been at a party together and he he kind of discovered him or implied he kind of found him and he was almost like maybe even part of the rescue or whatever. He himself had been drinking, right? And then the next day, his next statement was, I've decided to drop out of public life and go into rehab. See you around. <laughs> Another rising star. I will look that up in the show notes uh, for the show notes. At, well, and then the the, the, the pandemic connection yes. uh, was that uh, the Twitter the Twitter was don't think he was practicing good social distancing. <laughs> well, not unlike uh, how they just had that big party at Mar-a-Lago where it was just this this hotbed of uh, of coronavirus. Right. Uh, just like well, it, 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 the the press conference on is Friday it was the last time they had one, and they have the entire team. Right. And now they trot out not only all the executives who he's shaking their hand. Right. And they're all crammed in behind him. And then th- that seemed to be, you know, well, I, that was last that was uh, earlier in the week. And then they have another one Friday. But this time they trot out all these guys who are like first health care responders, all dressed in blue, kind of fatigue, got an army look about them. They're all next to each other. They're so close. Who should we most they're infect? Having, they're having the to turn sideways to be able to fit in the frame. They're breathing down each other's neck, and he is introducing them. They have no other fucking purpose other than a PR prop for fucking robot Pence and our chief executive fucking idiot, and they're spreading the shit on the stage with not only— and who else do they try to? There's Fauci standing there nervously. What's he doing? He's rubbing his face. (laughs) He's so upset. He wants to be somewhere else. He's listening to this. And they're making him be there. What if Fauci got sick and died? What would we do? Uh, it's it's unbelievable. Burks is there, the second in command, another credible uh, public figure here in the in the health arena, and and she's cramming everybody too. And they're all nodding their head solemnly, you know, to all the truth that's being spouted. It's a it's it's and no policy. Trump is over-recorded, and now the recording is released, where he's got governors on the phone. And after saying at the press conference, the supply lines are starting, there'll be enough respirators, enough hospital beds for everybody, he says to the governors, and I quote, you're going to need to get your own. If you can get them, get them. You're closer to the, you're closer to the manufacturer. You get them. Oh, so Walking this is, back. 
this is this is no no but this is this is showing that he's conscious of what the truth is as opposed to what he would like the truth to be which is yes, he's says. not it's not totally which uh, is a social which is impressive. mostly like this is this is news to me I'm, I'm very impressed well done donald for not being total sociopath. Right. Well, it's just, you know, and, and what, what Sanders said at the debate yesterday, which was remarkably lean of commentary against Trump in the one place that Biden let me down, I'll come back to that. But what Sanders said was, I'll tell you what we need to do. The first thing we need to do is we need to put a muzzle on this president and keep him from talking to anybody and let the science professionals do the work. That's the first thing we need to do. And in any other audience, he would have got the applause. But in the but that was one of the rare occasions. But that was a good, smart thing to say about how he might a, a, address Trump. But where Biden missed the mark was in the second half. They started talking about his record, and and Bernie started getting relentless, which jarred Biden. He got caught into it, and they ended up debating stuff that the American people don't care about. Right. We don't care what happened 20 years ago with something called the fucking Hyde Amendment. Right? Are you kidding me? What? We're we're worried that our grand our grandparents are going to die. The Hyde Amendment. What is your position now, Joe? What he should have said was that he should have said, you know, Bernie, I could spend the next ten minutes debating you because at the end of the day, you're wrong, and you're talking about me in the height of negotiations, saying that certain things at the table as a strategy with no intention, as the record shows, of ever voting for it. But I'm not going to go there in my minute that I get because I don't care about happen there. Let me tell you my position and let me tell you how I'm going to talk to it, to Donald Trump about this mm-hmm. and take the next 45 seconds of the minute that's left to be a very concise attack on Trump. If he would have done that every single time that Bernie started talking about his record, not in a denying fashion, but just repeating it, after he said it for the third time, he then could have added to it, I don't know what it's going to take for you to understand. I am not going to spend this time in front of the American people debating stuff that may have been my position or maybe not was my position because it doesn't matter anymore. Here's my position today again and again and again. Let's unite against Trump, Bernie. Just if he would have done that. and, And this is the thing I don't understand. How is it that I'm a dumb fuck and I sit here and I know this? And when I say this to you, you know this. And we could talk to any number of people. We could each talk to five or six people and say this to them. And they'd say, absolutely. I had thought of that too or whatever. How can we know this? But his people don't know this. Or he doesn't know this. He, I don't, I know why he doesn't know because he's in the moment. That's, right. that's not his, it's not his job to, to, to come up with very out of body strategies. Right. He's, that's why he hires people. Yeah. My, my, what I heard about, uh, his performance was very much that he slipped into his rut of talking points uh, that, that are his, his the backbone of his character. Uh, and uh, as you say this, and other commentators I've heard about the, the debate, uh, it's this whole thing of attacking past Joe on past Joe's uh, you know votes and opinions and stuff, and having Joe just say, "Yeah, well, I changed on that." It uh, it feels very right, much right. it feels very much like that uh, that martial art uh, judo where you're using your enemy's attack uh, momentum on them to sort of turn away and let them well, fall. It, 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 Bernie did pivot there. He ended up saying, and because Joe had suffered from being uh, you know taken in and trapped by this thing, one of the things he said that's a characteristic of a leader: consistency, character, and not changing your mind based on what's going on in the moment. But by that no, time, but, but okay, this, that, that's the thing I've always hated this. This idea that it's ridiculous that, that it's flip, ridiculous. flip-flopping is a sign of weakness. No, not, not at all. If you have ev- new evidence, then you should change your fucking mind. You shouldn't be dogmatic. Like we, we, 
we love the idea of a dogmatic, uh, I'm going to do this one thing no matter what, and this is because also voters and political supporters like to know where the candidate is going to vote on a particular thing. They right. they hate, they do not like the idea of a candidate that's going to take in the relevant information at the time and make a decision based on the relevant information at the time. They like to support a candidate that they know is going to vote one way, given no on, matter on, what. On certain positions and then right. others perhaps less so, but the fundamental issues, the wedge issues, certainly. But one of the things that, that Biden certainly could have done and appeared much more presidential and much more in command was to have said in one of these times that he was bringing this up, change the subject every time. And if and if Bernie continued to persist, to say to him, to turn to him, turn to him full body, point to him and say, if you really want to get into this, I will tell you what, I will turn this debate into a referendum on you supporting the NRA for the first 15 years or whatever it is of your career. But you know what, Bernie? I'm not going to do that because you have evolved. And thank God. And now we're on agreement. And then turn to the camera and say, that's why we need to unite the progressive and the moderate to defeat Donald Trump. And this now is our issue that we all agree with, regardless of our past votes. That would have been much more presidential. He also didn't take care to try the unification and bring the people in because he fucking argued with them. Presidents are elite. They don't argue with people. They say, you can have that argument by yourself. I'm better than that. I don't need to waste time with the American people to argue with you, Senator. That's what he should have said. Yeah. Turned to him and called him Senator. That would have been a, a, a really sharp diss, yes. So, that, so Vice President Biden and his team rehearsed. They rehearsed. They know everything. Of course, and Bernie's again, again, because because Bernie, Bernie is, is so predictable. I was going to say predictable. Yes, he's so predictable. Totally predictable. Right. You and know. he and he signaled. He signaled ahead of time. I have these questions for Joe Biden. What Joe is your position on college? What is your position on? And he put six of them in a row at a press conference. Why? He was signaling. This is this is a policy. In the in the time I have left, I want to move you to the left. So it ends up happening. And Biden moves in his way in, in two different occasions. And what does Bernie do? He's not gracious about it. What does he do instead? Oh, so you're changing your mind. Uh, uh, Bernie, go on, Bern. isn't that what you wanted him to do? Right. Isn't that what you want him to do? To help your young army of people. How dare you? Biden could have said that. He could have he could have become exasperated and said, looked at the camera, looked at the uh, probably looked at the, the questioners and said, you know what? I got to just say this. I don't understand what's happening here. I heard saw a press conference where where the senator said that these are the things that he wanted. And I thought long and hard about him. And on two occasions, I think it's right. And instead of congratulating me and talking about the unity that we need to beat Donald Trump. He is trying to even undermine this position. I have evolved just as he has on his votes to support AK-47s in this country. Don't go there. Turn to him again. Don't go there. It, 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 if I know this, why don't they know this, Eric? Why, why aren't you on the, why aren't you on the, every campaign? Uh... <laughs> hey, did you see, hey, did wait, you see so, Pete Buttigieg so, open the Kimball show? No, I've heard about it. I need, I need to see it. Uh. It's, it's, it's got, it's got some great lines. See it. We'll talk about it. It's got some great lines. So, do you know what someone? Do you know what we need to pass to uh, to counteract the Hyde Amendment, the Dr. Jekyll Amendment?
if you've got a little bit more time, I've got some movies I've just seen that I want to talk about. Just because I have to go to the bathroom real bad, let's give it uh, two to three minutes. Give me one movie. Which which of the two do you, did you like better? Let's start with the high end. Well, given given the fact that we are uh, stricken by this pandemic, uh, I've been thinking a lot about our beloved Tom Hanks, who has ah. who has contracted this virus. Yes, and he and Rita is, down under where you were. Is yes, and is hopefully uh, being is being treated, and will hopefully be okay. But um, there was a there was a viral thing that went out that was turned out to be fake. Uh, that proposed that when he was down there in his quarantine, someone had provided him with a volleyball uh, with a face on it uh, <laughs> to keep him company. So I, during this time where we need lots of family entertainment, I proposed to my family that we watch the movie Castaway. Uh-huh. And uh, it was very, it's always enlightening uh, to go back and watch movies that were, that you really enjoyed 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Holy shit! The first, the first fifth, the first twenty minutes of Castaway is so so boring. It's they, if the they if, if they if they if they edit it, if they cut it the way that a modern film would be cut, the twenty minutes would take five. They need to set because up because of the because building up to the, the plane wreck. Right, so. but but what they need they need to set up that this is uh, a, an important person that works at FedEx who right, right, is right, right. kind of an asshole. And is a little bit overweight, and is in love with this woman, and uh, and is being pressured to marry her. And then, as he as he says goodbye for the last time, uh, gives her what we presume is a wedding ring, but is not uh, revealed. And but all of that takes twenty minutes. There's a whole bunch of scenes where they're like talking right. at Thanksgiving with with family and members at, about and just at bullshit. FedEx places and they're it's, at a factory. It's just uh, in Russia. Yeah, right. Wow, you remember that they were in Russia? That's that's crazy. Yeah. What a good memory. Why? I've seen it five times. Okay, okay, but no, that was super prescient to 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 my wife and I because we had just been in Red Square a year ago. Right. Uh, uh, but it was uh, it was just this whole thing, and my kids were just being were just like, oh my god, is something ever going to happen? And and I keep telling them, look, something's going to happen. Oh, hang on, something's going to happen. Yeah, I'll tell you about that that movie with with my uh, history of it is that it's one of movies and there are many like this that when I'm scrolling looking for the next best thing that I want to watch, you always right? stop. I'm these I'm these sleepless. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. To see where it's at. Until I feel a little bit like, okay, you know, and that may be 20 minutes because it's so uh, riveting. Right. But my, my favorite scene in the whole movie is when uh, they, they, they go ahead a year or two yes. and they show him on the rock. Yes, exactly. Where, oh, where, he, where he's lost 50 pounds my, or whatever. Oh, my God. Yes. That is – that's uh, – I don't know. I, I vaguely recall that they might have uh, recorded – they might have uh, shot it in reverse – yeah, where, they did. Where he, where he, he lost a bunch of weight for the role. Shot all it's the, shot all the skinny stuff. It's easier to lose. Right. It's faster. Uh, right, um, but, but yes, and uh, so my kids. First of all, the actual plane crash is a little bit terrifying, more than I would like my kids to go through. But they yeah. survived. Um, but as far as you know, yeah, right. We haven't tried to board a plane yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they haven't woke up with nightmares. But the uh, uh, it's it, the whole, and as soon as that happened. They were they were riveted. They were like, we have to see what happens, um, and uh, the um, oh, so my wife had not seen the movie, but she had she had, really? through through osmosis had absorbed enough. She knew that that at some point he goes crazy and starts talking to a coconut or something. That uh, that was that was what the culture had seeped into into her of what this uh, iconic film was about. Uh, yeah, but great. what an what a just a crazy amazing film and. 
in the end is the end is super heartbreaking like uh we we finished it and i put the kids to bed like five minutes before we started recording so it's all very uh-huh. it's all very current in my in my uh-huh. in my psyche the, oh, gotcha. the idea of gotcha. the idea of of losing the love of your life yes. twice uh due to the way shit is uh what do you mean twice well i mean he because uh, he lost wilson and then his wife no wilson wasn't the love of his life <laughs> Well, he was about well. to propose to this lovely Helen Hunt woman, and then four years went by, and she oh, was oh, married oh, with a kid. Oh, oh, oh. And he lost the same woman twice. He lost the same woman. He lost the twice. same woman. Yes. Uh, the love of your life twice. Exactly. Yes. I should have heard it was that. The loves of your life. Exactly. Less, less. Yes, but man, like my my kids were so distraught when when Wilson gets lost. Like that, that, the movie, the movie Wilson. making, the, the movie makers did such a good job, and they, and my kids immediately picked up on all the times when like, there was one time where Wilson was lost, but he was like, uh, up close in the frame, and and Tom Hanks was back in the back looking around for him, and my kids, yes. my kids, they kicked him, well, yeah, they kicked him out of the cave, yeah, wow, you know this movie, and and my kids were like, he's right there, he's right there, and I don't know, <laughs> right. it was a, uh, it was very, very, well, I, it must have been tough to, the. The uh, testing of the suicide scenes were. So you know what? I had such a I had I had such a clear memory that there was a clear suicide testing scene. But, yeah, there was. No, but there isn't. It's all implied. It's all no, uh, no, no, no. He ties he ties a rope on a wooden dummy uh-huh. that's made like a man, and he throws it off the cliff, and it breaks and ends up crashing into the rocks. So you, it's no, you, my friend, are wrong. That is my memory too. But that is not what's in the movie. What's in the movie is he's building his raft and he's short on rope and he needs more rope. And he goes up. He says he tells Wilson, look, uh, fine, I'll go get that rope. And he climbed up to the top of the mountain and you see him pull up this wooden thing. And there's a noose. And, on and it. the rest was we imagine. I hold imagine. on, hold on, hold on. And there's 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 a new there's a noose on it. And you see him take that uh, take that rope. And then nothing else is said about it. But then. He goes and he talks later at the very end of the movie. There's this really, really long shot of of Tom Hanks just speaking and he, where he tells the story of how he went up there and he had to test it and he did this thing. And it created this image in our minds as Isn't viewers that, that did not was not in Isn't the film. That and wow. uh, I, that, I think I've even mentioned on this exact right. podcast how affecting right. that is and how one of my worst nightmares is, is doing – a stupid thing that ends up right. really crippling me where there's no help of rescue, no hope of rescue. Uh, and- well, the, the, the other, the other scene that comes to mind, which is similar in, in, in its, in its uh, creation is that when he finally figures out how to get inside the coconuts, yes. Right. That he, he goes and he picks a lime from a tree and puts the lime in the coconut and drinks it all down. He drinks lime in the coconut and drinks it all down. He puts the lime in the coconut and drinks it all down. That was great. And you probably know this, but my listeners may not. That was the inspiration for the Harry Nilsson song of the same name, that he saw that movie and and went, and they put them both together. And it's how... The song came about. That's good. It and it ties right back into putting a lime in a drink, like the Corona virus, which ends up to be a amazing environmental fact of this, our fifty second episode after a year. Amazing. The world, the world, hey, is there, twisting and turning. There may not be in ways one. that are. 
hard to understand, and yet one thing we can count on is what? What can we count on? Well, we can count Every on day. our listeners to go to uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash happy hour and uh, give us a little bit of their money that they're hoarding in their bunkers. Uh, or send us some toilet paper or a hand cleaner or masks. Or if you got one, a respirator and maybe a tent, you know, a, a germ-free tent of some kind. Here's to you, bro. Or just a six-pack. <laughs> and a six-pack goes without saying. Okay. Almost. Happy anniversary. I love you, man. We'll keep doing this I as long you. as we survive. Here's hoping. Goodbye. Okay, that does it for episode number 52. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 052. And if you'd like to contribute to us, you can go to patreon.com slash happyhour. And please, please be safe. Wash your hands. Stay inside. If you get lonely, there's 51 other episodes. You can go back and listen to them all. We will be there with you. Be safe. See you next week.